0: Good Nerv Shabbos, Dav Zayin. We are starting from the second line. Omar Revi Yavo. a fascinating statement. And today we're going to be, have a lot of learning to do. There's a lot to do, a lot of beautiful Imudim. Some fascinating, what we call our of And a lot to learn and to bring to our own uh, personal lives. Here we go. Omar Revi Yavo. Revi Yavo says, Godol, When it rains... That is even greater than the day of T'chiyas Amesim of the resurrection. Vilut Tchias Amesim because by T'chiyas Amesim only Tzaddikim are going to be given life in this world. Vilut Geshamim bein letzedikim bein leresham But rain is for Tzaddikim and for the risham. The question is, why is this better? This bothered me when we first read it. Shouldn't it be worse? Do we want risham? Right? Is it, like it's interesting. We're saying it's godal. You see from the Gemara from Rabbi Abot Takiya that it's something that can impact both Tzadikim and rishon mizgadal is greater in this world. Okay, in this world, it's greater when it impacts both Tzadikim and Risham. Something that positively impacts any of my any of any of uh, Hashem's creations, is considered gadol. It's Still considered greater than something that is specific. To tzaddikim. Uplikad Reb Yosef. the Sargus on Yosef. Yisep Damer Yosef. Reb Yisep says, Once you're comparing rain to tchias amesim, That's why in the bracha of of uh, tchias amesim, That's why we say haruach u'mayrid Okay. Now, why is this arguing? Because rabbi Avoh says that rain is better than tchias amesim. Well, Reb Yosef says. That they're comparable. He's not saying that anyone is particularly greater than the other. Either way, rain is a great thing. <laughs> okay, I'm a, it's just as impressive as Tchit On a rainy day, it is as great as the day that the Torah was given. When was the Torah given? 50 days after leaving Mitzrayim. As it says, Yarev Kamater in parsha's Azinu, it says, Ya Rev Kamatodikhi, let my teachings of taira drip like the rain. Being Lakakhala Tyra. Likhi is referring to Taira Shinamarki Lakaktaiv. A beautiful purchase, a beautiful, a beautiful uh, acquisition. Nosati Lakham have given to you. Tirosi Alta Zaibu. Do not forsake my tairas. You see the Tirah is called Lekach, when it says Yaref Kamoter we want the Torah to drip like rain. Rav Amar Rav says, it's not as great as the day the Torah was given, but when it rains, it's even greater. A rainy day is even greater than the day the Torah was given. Shemrath says, Yaref Kamoter er may my words drip like rain, Me Which one is compared to who? Yeah, who's the kid brother, who's the big brother? in nitna The smaller one is being compared to the larger one. So if we say, er The Torah should be compared to what terrain? You see, rain is even greater than Torah. Because you always compare the lesser to the greater. Beautiful diok from Ravah. Ravah Rami. Ravah, once we're talking about this Pasuk, let's get into an issue with this Pasuk that Ravah has. Ravah asked the contradiction. It says in the Torah, that the Torah should drip like rain. Uksib tizalkatalim rasi. Let my speech come down like dew. Well, is is the teachings of Torah like rain, or is it like dew? Now, what's the difference between rain and dew? Both of them generally have a positive impact, right? Rain we we learned it could have a negative impact, but the difference. Dew is called rain when it starts to gain force. So, in some ways, the words of Torah are considered calm, like dew. And in other ways, the words of Torah are considered rain, which have more force. Rav is bothered. Which one is it? So he explains, Im Talmud Chacham If a person is a Talmud Chacham Hagan, you hear this. you could be a Talmud Chacham who's not Huggun. Could be a person could be learned in Torah, and not be Huggun, not be proper, not a proper midas. So if you have a Talmud Chacham, somebody knowledgeable in Torah who is Hagum, who has proper Midas, katal. So then, So de gazach. It's gentle. It's smooth. We know that the Torah lifestyle is the most pleasant. Um, is the most pleasant lifestyle that a person can live, the Imlab, But if a person is knowledgeable in Torah, but is not hogan, is not proper, or feyu then it should hurt him like the same way strong rains sometimes hurt. So the the words of Torah actually are, are detrimental. Tani we hayy Rabbi, brayso ha'yirab ha'yirab benoi merab benasez kol this is a continuation of the previous statement. Anybody who learns Torah L'Shema, Torah Sainas so Islay Samachayim. If you learn Torah L'Shema, there's a shaila: what L'Shema means. Okay? are you doing it for the sake of Torah, you're doing it for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the sake of Mitzvahs. Whatever it is, suffice it to say, without getting too deep, you're not doing it for your own personal benefit. You learn Torah L'Shema. Torah so Sainas Islay the Torah becomes a medicine for life. Sh'nemar Eitzchayim Hilam Achazikim, it's a tree of life for those who uphold it. The Aimer, if you let go, it will um, uh, I'm sorry, Rifai, I translated this wrong. I was reading refu as in a healing or a letting go, but rif I see, it will be a healing for those that come to your belly. The aimer might matzahim, I found life in the words of Tairi Isaac, but a person who learns Torah Shalay Lishma, Naslei it becomes detrimental. It becomes a Samamaves, it becomes poison. Shinemar, as it says in the Pasuk, Yarev kamatul lichi ve'in arifa el The word Yarev is from the Egla Arufa. Yeah? This animal that's killed when the person dies in between two cities, and we don't know which city he left from. So the Bezdin of whichever city is closer, they bring the, the Egla Arufa, the young calf, they break the neck they break the neck of the calf down near the stream. So you see from over here a very fascinating thing. Torah, if put into the wrong vessel, is detrimental. We need to become a cleave for Torah to gain its full benefits. And it's so fascinating that this is how the Rebbein Inshallah made the world. You know, even Tumma, impurity only comes in a place where there was Torah, right? If, if uh, somebody passes away, the corpse is tummy. That is the epitome of Tumah, right? That's an ava tumma, avi tumma, a avi avaisa toma a dead body. Why? Because until now, that body was full of a helig and neshama. Now the neshama leaves. Whenever you lose the holiest thing it, and a vacuum is left, it's filled up with the highest Tumah. That's how Hashem balances out the entire world, right? The greater the Kedusha was, the greater the Toma kicks in. And the same thing holds true, says the Gemara, the Torah. Torah is beyond belief what it could do for us and what it is and, and its purpose. But because it is so valuable, because, because of that, if used and placed inappropriately, it's the most detrimental thing. Please teach me a halacha. I'm too tired. is okay. You're too tired. Teach me some halachas here. You don't want to get too into this over here. You know what? Tell me some good. I got it to limur, Good. I got it to learning. Oh, Amar lei. That that I have the kaiches for. And this Rabbi Eichen says. What's the the pasuk which says that a person is considered a tree of a field? The chiyada meitzadehu. Is a person not let it chop down a fruit tree because a person is compared to a fruit tree. What does that mean? Because it says in the positive kimi Manu When it comes to a fruit tree, its purpose is to eat, its purpose is not to cut down uksiv. And it also says, you may only cut down and chop down a tree which has no, which which does not produce hikitzad. What is the message? If you have a Tamil Chacham who is also a proper Yare Shemae Mevreshem, a has good Midayees, that is a person you learn Torah from the Imlav, and if not, I say, he should be destroyed. He should be cut down, which is a tremendous message for us when we go, when we choose our Abayim and people that we go to for limud Torah, for Torah learning. We shouldn't just be drawn to the Talmudic side of things. It's not about style of learning, level of learning, as much as it is who is that learning coming from. There's a Misa told over from Reb Chaim Brisker. Reb Chaim Brisker, there was a sign that went up in Brisk that there was a, um, there was a lecturer that was coming to Brisk and he had given... He had given uh, drushas in various cities. Rebbe Chaim heard that uh, this guy is not a true Ever Hashem. So he sent out a word to everybody that it's usher to go to this guy's drasha. You're not allowed to go. He's a well known lecturer who came to Brisk and he had spoken in other quote unquote orthodox Torah shuls. you know. And Rebbe Chaim Brisker was not having it and he did not allow it. So the guy himself comes to Brisk to speak and he hears that Rebbe Chaim Brisker put out word against him. So he comes to him, he says, my high." He says, what's Pesha? Why, why do you got a problem? Rechaim tells him, because I think you're Krum. Yeah, your style of Vayidah of, Hashem of is not a legitimate style. Not every style. There are multiple styles are legitimate, of course, as we know. But not every style is legitimate. He says, I don't believe in, uh, in you know, you're, 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 you're Krum, you're twisted. You don't know how to be an Vayidah Hashem. So the guy says, listen to this. He says, I'll tell the Rav all my Torah that I'm going to speak. You'll see I have good things to say. Even if you don't like the lifestyle that I'm choosing, let me tell you what I'm going to say. And then you should let people come to my drosha. And Mechaim Brisker tells him, I don't want to hear what you have to say. It doesn't matter. You know why? When a person cooks kosher food in a tray for pot, the food is tray. That's why. I don't care if the food that you're putting in your brain is kosher food. Your head is treif. And if your head is treif, I'm not allowing anybody to go listen. Uh, everything's treif. Fascinating. And mamish, based off of this, uh, mamish what this Gemara is saying. It's not about the knowledge. It's about the, the, the truth, the, the avdus, the ratzun Hashem, having a legitimate messiah in how the Rebbeinah Shalom wants us to live. the <laughs> Um, uh, iron sharpens iron together. Just like it takes one to know one, when when uh, metal bangs against metal, so too when two together, they are supposed to strengthen each other in halacha. There's a fascinating on last week's parsha, not parsha Vayishlah, parsha Vayitze. Right? So the Chazal teach us. Rashi points out. Um, from Chazal, that why does it say Yaakov, mi Bershava? You could have just said Harana. So Rashi explains to tell us the impact that Yaakov's leaving left on Be'er Sheva, Okay, when a tzaddik leaves a town, the hide leaves, the ziv leaves, the right? Everything, the, the the glory, the grandeur, the splendor, everything leaves. So there's a famous question that is uh, commonly asked, and there's many answers given. And the question is, um, why do that um why does it l- say specifically over here when Yaakov leaves Be'er Sheva this message? Why didn't we say the same thing when Avram Avinu left? And he's says, says Why don't we give the message there? Oh, when a leaves a place, and why is Torah waiting for here? So there's a few answers given. Um the most you know the most common answer that I hear when people say over this to Torah is they say over it's because when Avram Avinu left it was Pashut. It was simple that it had an impact because that was Avram Avinu's style. He was out amongst the people, but Yaakov Avinu, who was just sat in his tent to learn Torah, I would have said, maybe it doesn't have an impact on the city. So the Torah specifically over here wants to teach us this chiddish. Okay, very, uh, very nice. Somebody shared with me on Shabbos, a beautiful zakh, a beautiful thought. It's so deep, it's so, so, so precious. And he says, you know something? He, 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 he forgot where, he, the, this person in the show forgot where he saw it, but he, he said he saw from an Adam Gadol he was going to get me the name, so when I get the name, I'll, I'll share it. Um, he says that the reason why it says when Yaakov left Be'er Sheva left an impact, is because Yitzchak was still in Be'er Sheva and it takes a tzaddik in Be'er Sheva to know that a tzaddik left Be'er Sheva. Meaning, great people know great people. You know, when a person's tapped into Ms, when a person's tapped into gutzkait, to goodness, you know who else is good. When Avram Avinu left, of course it had impact, but people there didn't feel the lack because they, they weren't Avramabinu Avinu Dicke people. When Yaakov left, because there was still Yitzchak in Be'er Sheva, there was somebody left behind in Be'er Sheva who fully grasped the loss of the city, and that's why it says Vayitza Yaakov over here because there was still a tzaddik there. What a beautiful, beautiful idea, right? That it, it, you know they say anything that takes one to know, and it's more than that. It's more than that. It's 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 being tapped in when a person is mamish, like it tapped in to, to tzaddikim. A tzaddik feels a tzaddik. That's how it works, and that's what the Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Chama, Amr um, Rabbi khanim is saying over here as well. It's it's. It's important that tami dechum get together. They feel each other. They stay together. They sharpen each other. Rabbi says. Why are the words of fire? Why, why, why are the words of Torah compared to fire? My words of terror like fire. Like What's the message? The same way you can't. How do you get a spark when you bang two things together? One thing ain't making a spark. After- so too, If you learn it alone, it ain't going to come to life. It's going to be too biased in our own minds. We're not going to have the MS. A sword upon those who study Torah alone, and they become fools. This means there should be a sword, so to speak, on a person sits alone in his own little vincle, his own little corner. And he doesn't talk to other people in learning. What a loss. Not only do you not get smarter, you become more foolish. You're going to take the Torah and you're going to understand it in a one minded, singular way. And it's going to warp the Torah. It's going to become foolish. You, become, you end up doing a virus through this. I'm sorry. Yeah it says by people who study tired by themselves Vinayala Yuk yuksif hasam and it also says asher yeah. nayalu va sher va sher nayanu va and we did nayalnu and we sinned so you see nayalnu is a terrible thing it's some it's part of doing avirus you by saying hako elsewhere it says nayalu sorry ti sorry tayam the gamer the the officers of tayad became nayaloy became foolish hit to west mitraim and they caused sin to Mitzrayim. Again, so you see, turning away from something, it's not just that you become foolish, you also end up turning away from the proper path. Why the it compared to wood? Right? We don't think it's compared to fire. We also learn it's compared to wood. And how do you know it's compared to wood? Just like all it takes is a small piece of wood to light up. A larger piece, you need a little match to light an entire log. The smaller, the lesser Torah you know, listen to this, it's beautiful. The more you could sharpen the minds of those who know more. Because when you know less, your mind is more open to the experience of the knowledge. Your mind is broader. It's, it's in, more of in a growth mindset. Fahinu Daamar of Khanina harbei Lamati Mirabai I learned many things from Arabayim. Umi My friends, I learned even more than my Arabayim. And from my students who I had to teach, they sharpened me in my Torah learning the most. Beautiful. Okay? So words of Tara are like Aish. Why? To teach me, you need two to tango. You gotta learn Tara with others. There by the way, there are Pshatim who explain others could even be in Svarim. You learn from Svarim you're no longer limited to your own mind, you're taking him from others, okay? Obviously a chavrusa, a live harusa to, to have pilpil with is the best, but there are those who explain that it's referring to books and svarim of, of Torah as well. Um, you could extend this nowadays to shiurim that we listen to online or you know uh, CDs, chreis, podcasts. Um, and over here, we're saying it's compared to wood. How, in what way is it uh, compared to wood? Because a person should never say, I'm only learning Torah tari- with people bigger than me. Rather, we're even sharpened the most by those who are smaller than us. has the contradiction. It says in the pasuk, When somebody's thirsty, you should bring water. If you're thirsty, you should go get the water. Now, the Torah tari- is compared to water. So here's the contradiction. One Torah seems to imply, when people are thirsty, go bring them water. Which means the teachers should go to the Tamidim. Elsewhere it says, if you're thirsty, go to the water. Which means the Tamidim should go to the Rabbeim. What does that mean? If you find a good, a good potential student or somebody who's already a Talmud but needs to learn more, it's an Akhrayis on the Rebbe to go get that Talmud. The Eloi. But if the person is not fit to be a Talmud anyone who is thirsty if you want it you 'll go get it a very important balance that mechanchim need to have very important balance right you know every i, I would i would i would uh, be comfortable saying there 's not a single school in the world nowadays who their who their motto doesn 't have in their motto no child left behind yeah that's like the, that's that 's been become hot in the past decade. We have differentiated instruction we take care of every kid we that It's a beautiful thing, and of course, we gotta take care of every year. Yet, yet, what the Gemara is letting us know is, there are times that as a child develops, and a child could be of any age, I'm not talking about a five-year-old or a 10-year-old or even a 14, 15, we're talking about a child. Child, yeah, somebody who's looking to grow. Okay, you have a... There's times where you you have to know as a machanach. You gotta wait and wait and be patient until ultimately that person is ready to, uh, to take the Torah. You can't just shove it down their throat either and say, oh, I'm going to, you know, there, there, there's, there's, there's space that needs to be given uh, n- not only to the child, but to the mechanach as well. Sometimes you have to hold back and wait, for the, and wait for the person to come learn. You don't always have to be running after, uh, after everybody. But, but who, who don't you run after? Only somebody who's not hugging. Somebody who's not ready. They're not ready for Torah. That's fine. But if somebody's ready, to go running. It says that your Mayanais, your springs, spread out. And it says, You should be alone. Well, should you be a spring that spreads out to others? Or should I be a hermit? If you have a Talmud Hagan, Then you got to keep reaching, running after that Talmud. In love, okay? Then, you can leave it alone and wait till he comes running for you. Beautiful. The same way water always is, is affected by gravity. Okay? Sir Isaac Newton... The same way water is affected by gravity, so too the words of Tyra are affected by gravity. And guess what's going to happen? If you lower yourself, if you humble yourself, the words of Torah will be, It's going to be a bracha on your head. Why the Torah compared to three drinks, we find sometimes the Torah is compared to water, sometimes wine, sometimes milk. That's water. Go get, go purchase, eat it, drink the wine and milk. You it's, uh, it's free over here. Okay, it's referring to the words of Torah. You don't need. A, that doesn't cost any money for Torah. You're not even allowed to charge money to for Torah. If somebody teaches Torah, you can't charge money for it because it belongs to all of Yisrael already. So, what's the message? Why is it compared to water, wine, and milk? To teach you, what is unique about these three drinks, in Miskai Shabekelim? They cannot be kept in gold or silver. Imagine having your milk kept in a golden pitcher in your fridge. It will get ruined. Even water that is kept in a metal pitcher, it starts getting a metallic taste. Okay, same with wine. After Daito Shvela. How precious. Okay? We need to be humble vessels. Part of what makes us a proper vessel for taira is humility. And you know what humility means? At some point, you don't understand everything. You don't understand everything. That's the approach to tyra We search and 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 we search. And we, search and we keep going. And if a the I'll time it. You don't believe somebody who says I, I didn't search. Yet. Even though we're searching, that searching is not with a confidence, oh, so I know everything. That's not what it's about. It's a humility where I'm approaching HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Taira, and I'm here to learn from it, I'm here to grow from it, I always have more to grow, I always have more to gain. So we're confident, but we're humble within that confidence. (inaudible) The Caesar's daughter said (inaudible) to Rishuv ben He, she said, you're very ugly. Why is the Torah being kept in an ugly vessel? Amarlah?" She said to her, He says, Does your father put his fancy wine into, uh, you know, uh, earthen vats? near me. What else should we put it in? he said Oh, you, you guys are so fancy. Yeah, you're fancy, schmancy, delancy. So I think you should start putting your wine into silver and gold uh, vats. So she said, "Oh, it's a great idea. She told her Caesar. So he also fell for this. And he's like, "Oh, great idea,." Yeah, so he did it. And what happened? It became vinegar. So they, they, they told Caesar that all of his wine is bad. the he said to this daughter, who gave you this crazy idea? So they called him And they said to him, why Amalah why' you say that? Um, uh, umar he said, amar lei, umar lei. Hey, listen, tit for tat. You know what I mean? She said, Why are your precious things being kept in ugly vessels? And I was just proven to her that this is how it works. Says the Gemara, the story continues. What do you mean? She said to him, But there are some handsome and beautiful people that, um, that know their beans. Okay? And the Gemara talks about our avais and himais about their not only their, their inner beauty, it speaks speaks about their external beauty. Top of Zinam abeys, says the Gemara, you know what Abishhua says back? So so powerful. If they would have been ugly, they would have been even greater. Okay? They would be even greater. Now, you know what this Gemara is saying? Are we in charge of how ugly or handsome we are? No. Yeah, we can't decide that. There are certain things that are in our control. Okay, what is that? So Chazal teach us. Are you a Shemayim? And sinu All right? Uh, making sure that we, we keep ourselves as healthy as possible. You know, not to, not to eat a dozen donuts for breakfast. Okay, fine. So we, under, you know, we understand that. But, but that's it. That's all that we can do. A person is not in charge of that. It's just a mitzvah. It's a reality. If a person is not busy at all with their looks... They have no looks to be busy with. They have a greater opportunity to focus on the internal than the external. Now, we can ask, what about our emojis? They're all known to have tremendous externals. That's what was necessary for their greatness. That was, that's what was necessary for them. Yeah, for whatever reason. Why they needed to be so handsome. Why they needed to be so uh, externally beautiful. Maybe some people should be impressed by them on first impression. I don't know. But one thing's for sure, they themselves weren't into that. But it was something that they needed to deal with. Sara went down to Mitzrayim. They needed to deal with their external beauty. Says Rabbi Yeshua. You should know. When a person is not bogged down. By the externals. They could become even greater. In their internals. feels like these three liquids. They, they become spoiled. When people don't pay proper attention to it. After they HADAS Okay? It needs constant people. It needs constant involvement. The words of Torah as well, you can't just learn something and say, I'm going to move on. That's how we deal with other subjects. When it comes to Torah, we don't just move on. We take, extrapolate, take the messages from it. And every Mesechte that we finish, we say, HADRON HALACH, WE'RE GOING TO COME BACK TO YOU, YOU'RE GOING TO COME BACK TO US. SAYS <laughs> YAM when it rains, that day is as great as the world was created. The Shemayim will bring rains and the the uh, heavens will bring down Tzidkus. The earth opens. The Yifru Yashat Uztoka Tatzmiach yachad. And Yeshua and Siddokah will spread and sprout together. Hashem Barosiv. I am Hashem who created it. I didn't say I created them. I created it. Okay? Now what is the it? It's referring to it, the rain that came down from heaven. So we see the rain is as unique. As the actual creation, um, uh, it's so good, such such a great day when it rains that even Yeshua, even salvation, uh, is fruitful and multiplies in it. Shenamar, as it says, Tiftach Eretz, the Yifru the earth opens up, and Yeshua salvation sprouts forth. of yeah, By the way. Next time it rains, don't clench. Yeah, ah, I'm getting, I'm getting what? My jacket, my deal. Yeah, what a, so much bracha. We're talking specifically where rains, by the way, of Eretz Yisrael. But be it as it may, bracha. The world needs rain. Rain falls. Is a sign, rainfall is a sign that Christ's affairs have been forgiven. Hashem, you want the land, you returned Yaakov, you've um, carried the sins of your people, and you covered up all of their chatoim, all of their sins. So you see, that rain is a symbolic of sins being carried by the Rabbonishoylam and not by Claudius. Amle zemi davas ravino of ziro of the dases ravino otme hakamasi so you learn not down from there on me hakamasi so have a different possible bat the tishmach rein ve salachto listen to the heavens meaning what do the heavens do they bring rain and when you when you listen to the heavens you see that there is a salicha there is a forgiveness lahatas for the Averis vegimer amro ta kham bi ish kvar akoy rain stops when we are supposed to be instead of wiping out Israel, what does he do instead? he withholds the rain when does that happen? when there is very deep sin from Midah Havas Says to Ravina, You learn out from there. When I plug up the heavens, that is symbolic of, of Klaus Yisrael being lost in a quick way. If it stops raining in <a> Erez Yisrael, you should know the <language> mitzvah to look at first is people not giving proper true it is a, a um, when it is hot and dry, okay, yigzalu, it steals, me me sheleg, the waters of the rain. Okay, what does that mean? It Mashma. what do you see from this puzzle? Because of what I command you to do in the summer, when you're harvesting and smoothing and bringing things in which is your obligation of and he didn't do that. Guess what's going to be taken from you? The waters and the snow, which we know are crucial for the growth. That is all going to be withheld in the rainy season. He says, Rains are withheld because of people who speak lashon hara. When you have ruach tsa'fain, when you have a northern Uponim nizamu lashon Soser. When you have a ruach tsa'fain, when you have a northern wind, techayilel geshem that stops rain. Uponim nizamim and Zaam is angered. There is going to be an angry face, so to speak, of the rebbeinu shvaylam shine saser because of private talk. usually l'shain hara is spoken privately behind the person's back. Okay, so another another potential avera that Klai Yisrael is supposed to look at when Klai Yisrael chas is punished with va'otzar. Amar inak Another transgression of what can cause rain to be withheld is because of aziponim mechutzofim that there's no longer any rains there's no long uh, there's not even Malkosh. not even rains later in the season because you you know you have on your forehead about znus meaning there's no uh, you know nobody blushes anymore there's no uh, there's no shame they say a joke about a there's a, a a young kid walks onto a bus and there's an old lady sitting there and he says um he says, you know, if you, if you knew what I had, you'd stand up for me. I, I, I need to sit down. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. She sits down. And um, the, the young boy sits down. The old lady stands up. They ride to their place. And uh, they get to their destination. And as they're getting off, the lady says, you know, I, you know I, I'd like to daven for you. I'd like to pray for you. you whatever you have, you should get better. You know, w- what do you have? He says, chutzpah. There you go. <laughs> He's got chutzpah. Okay, so the, the, why, is, why why are rains withheld? Because aziponim. Anybody who has chutzpah. The bad type of chutzpah. Not a chutzpah, the Kedushim. Saif nechshob You end up doing averas. It is being bashful. is such a beautiful, beautiful midah to have at the proper time. Saif nechshol avera. If you haven't sinned yet, you're going to sin. It's going to happen. That it's going to, um, I'm sorry, it said, uh, you did have, I'm sorry. And it, will, it doesn't say it's going to be for you. So you have is whether it's going to, it leads to further sin or whether it's a sign of somebody who already sinned. Because when a person sins, it takes chutzpah, there are a bunch of everywhere. Why are we doing this? If we know there are a bunch of things with us, mamish, in that moment, it, it, because it takes chutzpah to not think, to, to not think about it, and therefore, if a person has this Midal chutzpah, that is symbolic of, of a, a, a sign of previous Haver Some called You're allowed to call such a person a rasha. is Usually, you're not allowed to call somebody a rasha. As it says, he ish person who is a he ponim. He's got rush on his face. You're even permitted to hate him. Such a person is permitted to be hated. By the way, we say this tonight in Mirza Hashem. We say this tonight in L'Chun Aranana. What do we say? Those who love Hashem. If you love Hashem, you hate Ra, Which means there's a time and place for hatred. Because Baruch will put that midah in the world for the right time and the right situation. And sometimes, unfortunately, for the right people. But there obviously is a time where there's supposed to be sinna. And the purpose of sinna is to, in our hearts, just remove that entity from us. Remove that aveira completely from our lives. Amar of Katina. Another Aver that leads to rain being stuffed up and not coming. The the curse of the Ozar is through through Taira. The roof collapses. What does that mean? He hit us. There's no longer a roof to use for our protection. Okay. If we don't have Taira, we don't have our our uh, Malache Hataira, the angels of Taira going up the ladder to Shamayim, the bracha cannot come down yet. Yeah, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is merely our shadow, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu will not bring down rain. Ve'in Mach Elo Oni, Mach is a expression of poverty. Shenemar Ve'in Machu Merkecha, Ve'in Mekari Elo Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shenemar Mekari Bemayim Malayisa Hakadosh Baruch Hu covers over. The uh, the mayim al yisav the water the upper waters. Okay, Rebbez Bamar Mehacho, va'ata le'ra'u or you won't see any light. Boheru b'shachokim Veruach avro b'tarim. What does that mean? Ve'inor le'teira, light is referring to Torah. Shenemar kiner mitzvah v'teira or the mitzvah are. The mitzvahs are a candle and the Torah brings light to that candle. Boheru b'shachokim. What does it mean? Boheru b'shachokim. Tona de'beir bishmol afidu b'shashur ki'at nasa boherin boherin. Even when the rakia the up the upper heavens have many many it's very cloudy la and it's it's capable of bringing down talumotar ruach of Atari, a wind is gonna come and blow them away and the rains will be withheld even when they were atot, their mom is right there waiting to waiting to give their brak gazel or Kapayim or because of the sin of kapayim that's when the R is hidden. The in kappayim What is kapayim? It is referring to robbery. Shenamar, umina chamos, asher bikayam veinar alatro. Or the light is referring to rain. Shenamar. Yapitz Anan Ayra see. Because of robbery, Hakadish barahu hides the rain. Maitakante. Okay, so what are you supposed to do, particularly if the rain is, is not coming because of theft? Um, Yarb, uh, not, not specifically, it seems this, in general. We have all these avarists that cause it. We have all these avarists that potentially are causing the withholding of rain that Chazal are teaching us about. So now, it's not raining. How do we fix it up? Now what do we do? Maitakante. kante. Enfer, the Gemara, the Gemara, says, Yard by Yitzav aleo Hakadosh Baruch Hu answered why the because the person who asked the impegia la is referring to davening shenemar Faata al tispalo ba'ara omaze v'goimer v'al tivka bi you hear yeah Hakadosh Baruch Hu Hakadosh Baruch Hu instructs Meisha to not daven at this moment do not al tivka bi please do not daven from ECC to request this from ECC that Hakadosh when when it says to Davka be Tifka'u, to do this, to remove the rain, what does it mean? It means to daven for it. Now, keep in mind, if we keep up with the Avera, the davening itself ain't going to do much. Okay? But once the the heavens are locked, not the heavens, once the heavens are locked because of these Averas, so along with the Tshuva, there needs to be Tshuva, a relationship, because really, these Averis are all symbolic of a lack of a relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom. Why are you stealing? You don't have a munum talking to the Rabbanu Shalom. Why is the Bittu Torah? You don't understand what, you know, what, what Akadosh Baruch Hu expects us to do with our time, so on and so forth. When we daven, it brings everything full circle. Like Akadosh Baruch Hu, no, I'm with you. That's all part of the tshuva. We, we return the lost, uh, the, the, the stolen item. We do tshuva on the Bittu Torah. We daven for that. We rebuild that connection, and when you have a connection with the Baruch all of a sudden everything opens up. Yomar Ravami Ravami says, "Ma'idoch What's in the that says That if the if the uh, iron is Ke'ah, is um, is dull, okay? kilka. So What does that mean? Im If you see the heavens to be dull as uh, dull as iron, meaning Matar, there's no rain. And dew do coming down, You know, it's because of the generation. Kullam that we're uh, we're messed up, we're ruined. Nothing's permanently ruined, but ruined for the moment. Shinamar Kilka. Maita Kanosam, what do you gotta do? What do we do? Yisgabru barachamim. You know how we fix ourselves up. We start to daven for the mercy of the Rabbi Shlai Lamshehem. Our The strong ones gaber get stronger. They they, they they step up to the place. Yeah. Yisran kol im We know that you can start davening, and that brings greater chokma, greater wisdom. Kalvachaymer says the Gemara. How much more so do we know that bracha will not be withheld if we're not messed up in the first place? Okay, it would have been messed up. It never would have happened. So everything has a rhyme and a reason. Everything from the Bunge Shalom has a rhyme and a reason. You're not just going to have a lack of rain because because uh, the world decided this year there's not going to be rain. No, there's a lack of rain. It's a direct decision from the Bunge Shalom. Reish says. We'll end off with this last piece of Gemara. Imraisa Talmud Shalimudai Kasha Allah If you see a student who's having a hard time understanding his learning, love, it's because his learning is not misudr. It's not in the proper fashion for him. You hit us a love on him. It, everybody has to realize everybody has a place in Torah. We all stood at our sinai. There's no such thing as a yid that can't learn Torah. There's no such thing. It's a cop out when we say that every yid can learn Torah, but there's different styles of understanding Torah, and if we're not getting it, that means we need a different type of seder, we, we need a, a different seder in our learning. So people are slower, people are faster, people need a little this, people need a l- little bit of that. kilkel, and when he doesn't have a, a face kilkel, it seems to be that the Torah is not going in, uh, not going in a straight, pleasant fashion. Ma'itakante, what should he do? be yeshiva. Yeah, spend more time sitting and learning, figuring out your mahalach, figuring out what works. Shenamar v'chayalim yigaber. Those who are strong yegaber, will be will be given strength. and it's greater the ha'chsher the um, the uh, preparation for chachma. How much more so? Yeah, if a if a person would have had everything uh, set up for him originally, kihodrei shlokish have a Rishlachis would make sure to chaser everything 40 times. Sometimes we learn something three times, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, let me tell you something. Rishlachis learned everything 40 times. Before he even came to Shear, he looked at it 40 times. He would review everything that he learned 24 times. There's 24 books of Tanakh. The And only then would he come in front of Rava to learn Torah. So you see from over here, you see from over here, that until a person commits themselves to not only chazering what they learned, but learning for themselves what is the proper cedar for my own personal learning in Torah, and then chazer, and chazer, and chazer, it's just an excuse to say, oh, I can't learn, I can't learn Daf I can't learn Chomash, I can't learn Parsha, I can't learn that. Up. You, really you tried it 28 times and, and and you tried various styles of learning or did you just well, you know one year in yeshiva didn't work and therefore we gave up for the rest of our lives oh it's not for me very important message over here we'll pick up from here with uh rava omar on matzai shabbos at six fifteen p.m have a wonderful wonderful shabbos